Hello, world. Welcome to Mature-ish, the podcast. My name is Nicole Lee, and I am your host. Today's episode is going to be a little bit dark. We are talking about anxiety and what I've been dealing with for basically my entire life. There are ebbs and flows, of course, as with anything. There are phases where I am positive and invigorated to tackle anything that comes my way. But more often than not, there are so many days where I'm up in the morning and I'm thinking, what is the point? Can I just crawl back into bed and sleep the day away? And these lows, they become more and more frequent when you don't address them and they just turn into your reality. But I know that you have to find ways to crawl out of the hole that you dug for yourself. And so I want to just share some of my experiences and some of the things that I do to help perk myself up to get me to a place where I am productive and somewhat content. So if this seems like it would interest you, let's get into it. When I do a really quick Google search of anxiety, the definition that comes up on Wikipedia is my favorite. Anxiety is an emotion characterized by an unpleasant state of inner turmoil, often accompanied by nervous behavior such as pacing back and forth, somatic complaints, and rumination. It is subjectively unpleasant feelings of dread over anticipated events such as the feeling of imminent death. I love how accurate and dark this explanation is because most times when I am experiencing anxiety, those are the places my mind goes to. It over-exaggerates what's actually happening to me physically. Over the years, I've observed that I only realize I'm experiencing anxiety when I'm knee-deep in the crap that's going on in my head. I'm usually in the heart of my most anxious state. Mostly, I'm in a mode of desperation, constantly trying to think of ways how to get out of my present state. And there are generally three physical states that I feel cause my inner anxiety. And I want to talk a little bit about how I think it comes about and what I do in each of these situations to pull myself out. So the first situation is being unengaged and unmotivated. Now this is a huge one for me. I find that a lot of people my age working the nine to five in a corporate environment, we feel that our work doesn't directly impact a client or the work that we do doesn't directly better the world in any way. And for me, this makes me feel disconnected to my work and it just makes me so bored with what I'm doing. Now, I know there's always a fine balance of finding your passion and doing what you love as a career, but you also have to be practical. You have to pay the bills. And I've always been a hugely practical person. And I think this is due to my upbringing as my parents immigrated from abroad and they had one goal in mind which was to make a decent living so they could provide for my brother and I and I 100% understand that. So when I do find myself in a state of anxiousness 
I try to find activities outside my direct uh, mandate of my role to be connected with the organization and what they support. And that for me is joining committees at work to put on events to support fundraising causes. And I especially love joining committees that supports a cause that I feel is really worthy and an issue that needs to be addressed in the world. And that is what I'm doing now. I also believe that one of my big strengths is organization and uh, putting together and executing events. So that also plays to my strengths and garners recognition from my peers, which is always a good pat on the back and keeps me going. I don't think it is a long-term solution. And to address that, I think I'm just constantly hustling. Hustling to find a position in my environment that I feel plays to my strengths and can make me feel that I am creating positive impact to the organization. Outside of work, obviously, I am very engaged in my creative pursuits. I have a YouTube channel that I really want to continue. I just need to find the right inspiration for me to get that started again. This podcast has been hugely helpful for my mind and my soul, as I mentioned in the previous episode. So not perfect solutions, but this is what I'm doing now. The second state that causes anxiety for me is when I don't take care of my body and my mind in a way that I know I need in order for me to feel most at peace with myself and happy. For example, when I slip up on my every other day workout routine, my body just punishes me for it. I'm just a lot more sluggish and I'm not as sharp and motivated to do things that I even want to do. So. I know what my body needs is to get a workout in first thing in the morning, so I am pumped to get on with my day. In terms of feeling or feeding, I should say, my mind, I know when I am mindlessly watching YouTube videos of fashion hauls, I am completely unstimulated. I'm just sitting there restlessly watching a YouTube video that does not inspire me. So recently, I've been taking walks in a nearby park where we live. It is the most rejuvenating exercise that one can do. I love being out in nature because, first of all, I can appreciate all of the greenery and the architecture that people put in into planting little flowers and plants. I I think it's just absolutely beautiful. I am blessed to live where I live. The park that I walk in is very quaint and serves the immediate residents that live in the area, so it's not overcrowded, which I really love. I also love listening to podcasts while I go on my walks. I just find that it gives me the time to learn something new and people watch, essentially. And after I'm walking around for an hour, I am sweating. My heart is pumping. You don't realize how much exercise you're actually getting. So I really love that because it really feeds my soul. And when I don't get at least two walks in during the week, I feel so anxious for some reason. 
So this is something that I have built into my weekly routine that I am absolutely loving and I highly recommend that to anybody because the exercise is free and it's very easy to do and there is no barriers to entry, which I absolutely love that it's so accessible to anybody to just walk outside their door and walk. I love it. Now, the third state that puts me in a bout of anxiousness is when I know I need to confront any type of relational issue or conflict. Now, as you might have realized by now, I am a total introvert. If I could stay away from people, as in making small chit-chat, any type of witty banter or developing any sort of relation that I have no interest in developing, I would avoid that in a heartbeat. But obviously, I don't live under a rock. I have loved ones and my loved ones have people they care about. And so sometimes I really do need to make the effort even though I don't want to. Especially now that I am in the heart of wedding planning, a lot of family issues that you haven't realized before do pop up and when a group of people have to work together to put something together, communication becomes a huge factor. And when people have conflicting styles of communication, that is the absolute worst. Because as I said, I am really good at executing events, but when this event relates to you in a personal way, it's a whole different beast because you didn't ask to navigate these human communication issues. They were just brought onto you and somehow it is your responsibility to make everything nice and smooth. And so how I'm dealing with it now, it was actually a piece of advice that I received from a dear, dear one, is to just fake it till you make it. Yeah, it's not the perfect solution that solves the issue completely and makes everybody feel better but it's just you got to do what you got to do and even if that is plastering on a smile and saying what you have to say to smooth over a potential conflict that's what I'm going to do right now because I've realized that life is not perfect if you want to focus on your goals and what you want to accomplish there are some side battles that you don't need to be the hero in and you don't need to get to the root of it. You just got to do what you got to do to smooth it over so you can move on and focus on the passions that you really want to focus on. At the end of the day, you are the one that selects the tribe that supports you. And if you feel there are relationships that just aren't worth nurturing or relationships you just don't even want to have, I would say focus on you. I firmly believe that everyone was put onto this earth to find their calling and where they fit in the world and what they can contribute to it. And now at almost 30 years old, I don't have time to focus on anybody besides myself and the people I really care about. And if there are things that are causing me anxiety that are standing in my way, I need to do what I need to do to protect myself and to take care of myself. 
At the heart of it, I know that I experience anxiety because my destiny isn't being fulfilled. And that is my passions, my calling, and the best physical state that I could be in. So I leave you with this. What causes you anxiety and what is standing in your way to achieve the best person that you can be? Until next time, bye everybody.